Vayigash Elav Yehuda, the inner meaning of prayer. Then Judah drew near to him and said, O oh my Lord, let your servant, I pray you, speak a word in my Lord's ears, and let not your anger burn against your servant, for you are even as Pharaoh. It is with these words, one of the most moving and dramatic episodes of the Torah opens. And Yehuda drew near to him, the Zohar teaches in prayer. For Yehuda is the inner meaning of the Malchut. His essence is expressed through faith and prayer. We are the Yehudim, the Jewish people, who've taken on the attribute of Yehuda. Yehuda's attribute of Malchut, his Midah, is designated as the Knesset Yisrael, the congregation of souls that make up Israel. Yehuda taught the way of the Jew, how to come to God in faith and in prayer throughout all generations. And Yehuda drew near to him. The Midrash Rabbah states, two kings met. Yehuda met Yosef. Yosef's attribute is that of Yesod, the channel for all good, the revealed goodness of God, the aspect of redemption. These two kings met, uniting redemption with prayer. Rabbi Baruch Shalom Ashlag, the firstborn son of the Bala Sulam, taught as follows. The sages teach in Masachet Brachot that a man should always arrange the praise of God and only after that he should pray. We need to understand what this is about in our inner service of God. If we consider God's praise, which means that we really internalise our faith in God, that he is good and does good, both to the evildoer and to the good, and his mercy is over all his works, and this is true at all times and in all circumstances, then it follows that God has naturally given all good to us as individuals in our own unique circumstances, and therefore he has already fulfilled all our needs and our lacks. So we ourselves need to have an awareness and need to give thanks for all the past that has brought us to where we are now. According to the measure that we feel ourselves as being whole and not lacking anything, it is precisely to that measure that our thanks is more truthful. But supposing we can't? Supposing we feel that our thanks to God isn't wholehearted. Supposing our hearts are filled with sorrow or doubt. And we can't actually feel the goodness of God right down to the marrow of our bones. What happens when we can't say, blessed is the one who spoke and the world was created with complete truthfulness? We don't feel we're enjoying what God has given to us? This hurts. 
especially when we want to come close to God. And then we say to ourselves, certainly this feeling that I have of sorrow or pain comes from the distance that there is in us from God. This distance is caused by our being sunk in our own selfish love. And it is this selfish love that is causing us separation from God. At such times, we don't have the feeling of the greatness of the Creator. On the contrary, the Creator is hidden from us and we can't see the truth of the scripture. For this, the Torah, is your life and the length of your days. And when that happens, we, each one of us, as an individual, have to look at ourselves and ask, why don't I see and feel the importance of the Torah and the mitzvot? We begin to feel how we are far away from understanding the importance of serving God. And we wake up and think, I must try to do something so that I don't stay in such a lowly place like this all the days of my life. And so we start to pray to God that he should bring us close and help us. As the sages have said, one who comes to be purified is helped from above. This help from above means that God removes from us at least some of the concealment of his greatness and reveals to us the importance of holiness thus enabling us to overcome our lowly thoughts and desires, which are emanating from our selfish love. We can then come to feel that our only real worry is, what can we do to, that will bring us into affinity of form with the Creator? How can we pray? And the depth of each person's prayer depends on his or her belief in the greatness and importance of the Holy Blessed One. And we pray, why, O oh God, do you abandon my soul? Why do you hide your countenance from me? From the Psalms. And now our prayer wills up from the depths of the heart and we want that God should heal our heart. We want to recognize God's holy name as the one who heals the broken of heart and binds up all sorrows. But the truth is, there are many sad and broken people in the world. But it doesn't come to all of us to pray. Why not? When a person's heart wakes up to pray, this is because God is calling him. This is the greatness of God, that the divine is calling us. Come close to me, come and pray. We might feel that the impulse to pray is actually coming from our own selves, but this is not the case. It is the divine himself who calls the person to prayer. And this itself is already a redemption. And therefore, one should always praise God before we pray, for in this way we acknowledge that even the opportunity to pray to God is already a gift of God, and for this we need to give thanks. In this way, Yehuda and Yosef, the attributes of prayer and redemption, unite in the act of prayer itself.
Prayer is called the service of the heart. Many of us have difficulty relating to the words of the Siddur, the Jewish traditional prayer book. The Siddur means arrangement, composed by the great Sadiqim, the Ansheikhness at Agdullah, the men of the great assembly, who received the tradition from the prophets. Many people ask, why do we use this prayer book and not just make up our own prayers? But in fact, prayer is composed of two parts. First of all, personal prayer. Personal prayer is a request, a burning desire that pours forth from our heart. It is personal and intimate, one on one. The Siddur is communal prayer. We lift up our own personal desires and join them together with a cover knot, the intentions of the great Sadiqim who arranged the prayer book. What were these cover knot? These intentions relate to high levels of consciousness, of unconditional giving and of receiving the great wisdom only for the sake of giving. These are conscious levels that ordinarily we only get glimpses of. The prayer of the men of the great assembly was organised for the rectification of the Malchut, the Knesset Yisrael, the whole community of souls, the vessel for the manifestation of God's love and reality on earth, the Shekhinah. When we join together with others in the Minyan, or even when we say these words alone in our home, we're joining our hearts and minds to a higher consciousness than one that we actually have the capacity to feel. So we need to bring ourselves back again and again to the prayer of the Siddur in trust. That even though we don't experience anything, we're causing a shift in the higher worlds for the benefit of the Jewish people and through us to all humankind. And as we pray, the words in themselves help change us and rectify us and us through them. Rabbi Yehudalev Ashlag, the Bala Sulam, writes in his work the introduction to the Panim Irotu Masbirot. Come and see the words of the sage, Rabbi Avraham Ibn Ezra, in his book, Yesod Hamora. And now pay attention and know that all the mitzvot that are written in the Torah, all that are accepted that our forefathers instituted, even though most of them are done in action or through speech, they are all intended for the correction of the heart. And you, my son Solomon, know the God of your father and worship him with a whole heart and an eager soul. For the Lord seeks all hearts and he understands the thoughts of every creation. But I have found one verse that includes all the mitzvot, and that is, Et Hashem Elohecha Tira, Otota Avod, Ubotitbak, Ubishmotishava. You shall have all of the Lord your God. Him you shall serve, and with him you shall cleave, and by his name you shall swear. Deuteronomy chapter 10. Now the word Tira means being afraid of doing something that may separate me from the Creator. This word includes 
all the mitzvot of don't-dos, of restraining ourselves, whether through our speech or whether through our heart or whether through our action. This effort of holding back, of not doing the wrong thing, is the first step from which we may ascend to actually serve God, may be blessed. And the service of God includes all the positive commandments. Both the negative and the positive commandments train the heart and instruct it until the person is in dveikut with God. May the one be blessed and honoured. It is for this that the humankind was created. Man was not created in order to acquire riches or to build buildings. So we need to seek out everything that will bring us to love the Creator, to learn the wisdom and to ask for faith. And then God should open our heart within us and give us a new spirit. And then we will be beloved of the Creator in our life. I know that the Torah was only given to people of heart. Its words are likened to bodies, but its ta'amim, its tastes, its tunes are like the souls. And if a person does not understand the ta'amim, its inner reasons and its intentions, all his labour is for nothing, and his work is emptiness, like one who exhausts himself counting the pages and words in a book of medicine, for such effort cannot heal anything. Rabbi Asher continues, What we draw from Rabbi Avram ibn Ezra's words is one thing only, and that is to grasp the purpose for which we were created. This is the issue of dveikut with God, may the one be blessed. And therefore, we must employ every possible tactic that will bring us to love God, to learn the divine wisdom and search out for faith, until we merit that the Lord God will open our hearts and eyes and renew our spirit within us, and then in our lives we will be beloved of our Creator. audio recording is brought to you from Nahora School, established by Yadida Cohen for the study of the Kabbalah as taught by Rabbi Hudalev Ashlag. Studies with Yadida Cohen are available through the Nahora School online. Details at www.nahoraschool.com or www.nahorapress.com.